Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Brodnick. And I'm Becky Shacoin. And we love scams. And we love scams. We love scams. Oh. Welcome. We love scams. We love you. We love saying things at the same time with an uh, internet delay. It's so To nice. me, it didn't feel like a delay because you're so close to my heart. I'm also like so close to the mic. <laughs> and um, um, me as well. I'm Absolutely. I think Mike, I've become so comfortable with doing Zoom things that now I only show like half of my face because my face is so squished up to the front of the screen that I'm like, can we just get closer? I just want to get through the waves to my friends. I agree with that. I'm also really interested in like highlighting things that I say by putting my screen to the face. <laughs> putting putting my face to the screen. Same thing. It's coming closer. Well, that's oh, the boy, biggest thing on, on um, YouTube now. It's always like, can you believe? And the person like zooms in and you like see their nostrils. And it's like, you know what? I'm also excited, but I don't need to see your inside of your brain. I don't need that. I don't need that. You don't. Well, I digress. I'm so excited to be here. Becky, you're such a good friend of mine. And this has been my favorite ah! thing. I love having people on here that I love and miss and only got to see in person. And now I get to see I you love and miss you as well. And now we get to be on the internet together. I know. It's so great. And we can talk about this later, but you're moving, right? Yes, I am. But it's so At good. The, it's so good is the thing. It's so um, good. You're engaged. You know, I'm engaged. Yeah, so we've been together for eight years, so we're rushing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember talking about it four years in. <laughs> I had I was dating Absolutely. Alan for two years, and I was like, "Judging, we got to move on. What's taking so long, bitch? Push it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're and you're a mom because maybe one day I want to be a mom, maybe. Caitlin. But is this illegal to say online? I feel like I'll never get another job. Why? I to say know. you want to be a mom? Oh, yeah, because because they'll be like, "Oh, is she going to get pregnant?" Soon? Yeah, you do, and you do it secretly. Yeah, you got to do it. In secret. And then when you, I have a friend of mine. Applied for jobs when she was eight months pregnant, got pregnant in her ninth, got hired in her ninth month, and then was like, bye, the baby's coming out of me. And I got- actually think I know that friend. And we can't say that friend's name. No. Yes. And you have to do that, though. And she did it. And you literally have to do it. It's cr- Because I was thinking about this because right now I'm freelancing for my jobs. And I was like, I have to get a job to get pregnant. A staffing. <laughs> you know what, though? You don't because I will tell you I was on unemployment when I got pregnant. And then what? you get all kinds of assistance, baby. Really? Okay, well, I'm actually coming up on the end of my unemployment, so can't do that. Do right now. <laughs> Not, well, I can't, yeah. I, well, I don't want to get pregnant this year anyway. Okay. I, I know you can, I know it's really easy to plan and everybody has no problems. Yeah, it's super, super <laughs> easy. You just push a button and you're pregnant. Yeah. We should be talking about the scam of the pregnancy system. <sighs> I think of it no, all I'm the just... time. I think of it all the time. We did an episode <laughs> with Derek Katz all about the formula scam and like, it's so, so depressing crazy. <laughs> and crazy. Horrible. I'm not even, I don't even have a kid, but I just, I'm just like, this is But just, if you wanted to buy it, you want the opportunity. Exactly. If I wanted to try the formula myself. Just start breastfeeding yourself. <laughs> you should be able to. My God. I mean, absolutely. People probably bought formula and hoarded it and sold it out secondhand, right? Yeah. Like those beanie babies. That's what I was thinking uh-huh. just now. Because so Becky, you're on for the most exciting reason. We didn't have a scam, and then we realized that you are a goldmine of a person because you have talked about it on social media. You've talked about it to friends. You've told jokes about it. Your nails look great, by the way. No, look, take a closer look. 
blush? Yeah. You are a Beanie Baby expert. Thank you so much. I would like to qualify. I am a Beanie yes. Baby expert. Not qualify. I would like to just to verify. Really get yeah. that title to verify. You need that yeah. verification blue check. She's a Beanie Baby expert. <laughs> she's lived with. She's And you don't just like live amongst the Beanie Babies. You live with the Beanie Babies, you know? Let me let me tell you what. I think we all, I mean, you had Beanie Babies growing up, I right? had a couple, yeah. I just assume. Yeah. I just assume. But you got it. Because to. that's just how. They're squishy and they fall over easily. The world went. And let me tell you, I still have them. Right now in my closet, we can go into it, but I can't bring myself. Why? We can go into it. Let's get into it. Well, you know. Tell me everything. Growing up. Yes. We all know this. And we also watched the documentary, Beanie Mania. Right. We did just watch Beanie Mania on HBO Max. I watched it this morning. Which actually I learned a lot from, Mm -hmm. but I also was like, I already knew everything. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Because you're the expert. You know, that's how it happens. Um, It mostly made me feel like, that documentary made me feel like, oh, I guess I wasn't as crazy as I thought. No, you weren't. You weren't. You're never the crazy one. There's always somebody in the world that is topping that. Topping on top of it. As soon as the documentary comes out, you're like, whoa, I tried to sell essential oils for three weeks. And this lady is like pumping them through her gas tank in her car. And she's like living off of, it's just like, it's crazy. People are insane. Insane. It's insanity. So, you know, I, growing up in the 2000s, Beanie Babies were a crazy thing. And everybody was like, this is it. Let's all collect Beanie Babies. And I remember collecting them with my mom. Mm -hmm. And my mom, I liked them. I got the Beanie Babies. And I guess my friends and I kind of did like little, we played with them. We played with Barbies. You pretend. But like, it was mostly about the collecting. Yes. Was never allowed to take off any of the tags. Okay. Because my mom was the one who kept insisting, Yeah, we're going to keep these, yeah. we're going to get this collection, and in 20 years, you're going to sell them and mm-hmm. make hundreds of thousands of dollars. So she kept saying this. So we would, we would go to these little gift shops, and I remember there was this one little gift shop on Commercial Street, and they had a little wicker basket, and my mom talked to the person, and they knew, you know, every Tuesday they get their new Beanie Baby shipments. So she's there. Because a big thing about... Ty Warner, the, the yeah, tie the of guy, Beanie Baby's tie the is that Beanie Baby he didn't owner. The, t- the Beanie Baby owner is that he didn't want to sell. This is for the listeners who haven't seen the documentary. He didn't want to most sell them, them like the big box. <laughs> no, most of them. This is for all the listeners. He didn't want to. Aren't as obsessed as we are. Everyone. We have great listeners too, want- but I'm like, why watch it? We can recap it here. Yeah, exactly. He didn't want to sell in the big box stores and like the Walmarts and the Targets, or, you know, whatever. No. So it was all these tiny little gift shops, which. Are those even a thing anymore? Nope. I don't know. They've all been bought out by the gifts by the big box stores Absolutely. and Amazon. They're all dead. No, you know They're what they are? Dead. They're thriving in hospitals, which you don't really want to thrive in a hospital, but no. they are. But they also, the Beanie Babies were also sold at hospital gift shops too. Yeah. Those. And like people would go to the hospital gift shops just to get the Beanie Babies. Oh yeah. Um, I, yeah. I remember also they would, they were sold at Hallmark stores, yes. which I feel like was the Beanie Babies might've been part of like why Hallmark stores became I think it was profitable. I think that was like a big thing. Right, because they were the um they were the toys and then Hallmark started doing things like notebooks and planners and like putting a lot more yes. toys up front because I remember there was a Hallmark store in Times Square. I remember being able to get something for a friend's gift on the way to work and I was thinking like this is so easy. Now of course it doesn't exist cuz it's stupid. But at the time so funny. They were doing stuff. They were doing Hallmark chocolate. stores. Yeah. Chocolates. I remember they also had Vera Bradley bags. Oh, yes! <laughs> Which I feel like it's a different scam. That's a whole other <laughs> world. That's, there's so many white lady scams that I can't even commit. So it was, it was basically her and, you know, Mrs. Dunstern and Mrs. Schmidt. And they were all the moms were basically going to the gift shops. Because we used to go together, my mom and I. And then I think it just became a thing where they were like, the moms are like, we got to get these. Yeah, you're at school. She doesn't have time to wait till 3.30. That's what the thing Mitch, is. No. And, and, and that's what this this um, documentary was talking about, yeah. where it was like, it was more for these moms. Yes. These, like, moms were just, I think because they they really thought that it was like a sneaker collection, like mm-hmm. hype sneakers now, yes. or, you know, that we're going to save, we're going to get all this money. So, okay. So I had all these Beanie Babies, okay? Yes. Tell me everything. That's what I do. Last, uh, December 2020, okay? Mm-hmm. Matt and I... 
drive from New York to Wisconsin. We do this. We've done this the past couple of years because we bring our dog. We bring our dog. Yeah. For Christmas. Right. So for Christmas, we drive to Wisconsin. Then on the way back, we stop at Pittsburgh, which is where he's from. And for all the listeners out there, Matt is my fiance. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. He is. He used to be my improv team coach. Okay. My indie improv coach. Absolutely go off. He was amazing. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And so we drive and... I always knew that I had all these Beanie Babies in the basement. And I'd been thinking about like one, sure, one day I'll go through them one day. Got pretty, you know, liquored up with the fam and my stepsisters. You gotta, you have to get drunk before doing anything Beanie Baby related. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And we go, we decide to go into the crawl space to look at all my old toys. Wow, that's where it is. (laughs) And and, okay, in the, in the crawl space, in my, in my, in my basement, my, my dad's basement, it is, a part we have the finished part and what we call the dirty part. Oh yeah, okay. that's <laughs> the dirty that shit part. Scares me. Yeah, that's the so went into part. the dirty part. Okay, and then the crawl space. You have to you get a ladder to go into the crawl space, which yeah, you can't. That. You li- it's literally a crawl space. You can't stand. No, I hate. I hate all of this. Keep going. And you know that there's like spiders. Yes, and, like, and like bugs. Six, like you don't know if a raccoon's gonna greet you in the face and shake your hand. And like sixteen mouse traps yes. with like molded cheese. Yes, you know? you're gonna snap and on I, your face. Absolutely. Our dog, our my dad's golden retriever came down with us and he almost got snapped with a, no. um, a mousetrap. Uh, what a hero. He's a hero. So we went up there and my stepsister, Brittany, she's like, Becky, these Beanie Babies are worth hundreds of thousands <laughs> of dollars. And I'm like, Brittany, I know. Like, I know that they are. Obviously. But like, isn't it a lot of work to like to pay, take pictures? And she's like, no, you're doing it. And I oh. said, I'm doing it. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> I love this trip so, of events. So did we, you end I, up getting I, out of the crawl space or was this happening? Were you stuck in there for years? No, we, we, no, it's stuck in there for years. Took the Beanie Babies out. I handed them down to her. We brought them upstairs. Okay, you got out of the crawl up space. All the BuzzFeed articles, all those BuzzFeed articles that are still going around. That's like, if you have this Beanie Baby with this rare, rare tag error, that's worth $9,000. Oh yeah. Now it's the tag errors. It's the tag errors. So this is what all these, like, there's like multiple BuzzFeed articles. Yes. And they were also like, wait, so- I, what I did is I went through this BuzzFeed article and I saw all of these things that are like, oh, this one has a rare tag error. Yeah. And I was like, I have kept my Beanie Babies in plastic bags. They look for great. 25 years. Well, plastic bags don't, don't go anywhere. They stay forever. They so They do. There is this one article that said, if you have the four <gasps> international Beanie, teeny you Beanie Babies. You have them in there. Boxes? Still in their boxes. I have all four. I don't know where the other two are right now, but I have all four. They're going to be $25,000. And I was showing this shit to Matt, and I was like, we're buying a car. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, a couple houses. And we actually had a car already. Okay. Uh, we're going to pay off the car. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I made a big bag of all the ones that were like- on the In the articles. <gasps> all the ones that were in the articles, and- Put them in our car, drove them back here, January 2021. I set up a studio, oh, a photo good. studio. I've got six lights going on. I'm using my self-tape camera. Of course, because you're an actress. You know how to do it. You will You will make these beanies shine, okay? I steamed like a, a white sheet, you, got you know, for the because I was looking on, because I went on eBay and all the pictures are so bad. I'm like, I'm going to sell mine because I'm going to have these amazing Because it's exquisite, photos. right? It's exquisite. I spent two hours. Just getting a head start. I probably photographed eight Beanie Babies. Great. Just getting a head start. And then I was about to put them up on eBay, and I just wanted to see, I want to price them right, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to price them right. So I started to do some different research than the BuzzFeed Right, articles, not just okay? BuzzFeed, you know? <laughs> and this is where it went awry, Caitlin. <laughs> this is where it all went awry. Oh, no. And I started to find these articles, you know, on these, like, be- beaniebabyworld.net with like the comic sans fonts no and like beanie baby price guides and they were all like all those buzzfeed articles you see those are fake that's clickbait and i was like okay i'm not a boomer this isn't clickbait what are you talking about yeah i know what clickbait is clickbait is watch this celebrity have a vomit (laughs) yeah have a vomit yeah (laughs) watch a celebrity have wrinkles you know (laughs) oh And then I asked, there was this one website I found that was like, for all like questions in real time, we'd love to help you on our Facebook group. Private. Okay, great. And I said, easy. I'm going to join this Facebook group. And crush it. 
And I went on the Facebook group and right away the post, the first post I see is, please help. Some woman had posted, I just found all these beanie babies in my mom's garage. I think they're worth hundreds of thousands of dollars according to online. How much can I sell for? Right away, the, the moderator of the group is, that's fake. They're only worth $3. Here's why. <laughs> and I didn't know that there are fake eBay sales. Did you know this, Caitlin? No, I did not. I Okay. The reason that all these BuzzFeed articles are saying these Beanie Babies are worth $10,000 is because these eBay sales are fake. <gasps> so what people do online, and this happens across all, all things, yes. like all secondhand. Yes. Okay. Yes. So people will, like these, these, these sellers will buy the product themselves for $10,000. Right. And it's not actually getting bought, right? It's like the person is creating another like another account and they oh. buy it from themselves oh. and you can tell the fake sales because you can see like the person that bought it has no other activity on their account and the person that's selling it has a no other activity so these fake people are just trying to like they're just driving up their own value they're just driving up the own value which is what the originally beanie baby women did so they're following in their footsteps that's what they did well so that so i figured out that they're okay so these sales are fake and it was just, and then, then there's no, there's no rare tag errors. Nobody cares about that. That's not a real thing. No. Yeah. Collectors don't care about that. That's not real. But basically the woman's like, sure, there are errors, but nobody's collecting errors. Like, these errors. Like they're, and they're not like, there was a comma here. That's a tag error. No, that's not like a, nobody cares. Nobody that's cares. not like a real thing. Yeah. And then Nerds. also on top of that, what, what was happening to our moms in the 2000s is that for some, because this Ty Warner was creating this like, oh man, there's only 12 of these. And it's like, no, there were millions of oh, these Beanie Babies. This they're not false. The scarcity is false. So it's people are trying to sell millions. Everybody has the Beanie Baby. They don't need yes. you to sell it because they, it's just that the way, because it was, you know, the way he sold them was in, you know, in my small town, there were six different gift shops that had them. Right. So if that's just one town, the town over also has six gift shops, right. you know? Right. So it's just like- And each, each gift shop has the exclusive 12. <laughs> the exclusive 12. Yeah. So it was just like this crazy thing that our moms really thought. Anyway, so I told my mom, I was like, look at, I took all these photos. Yeah. It's fine. I ended up making a social, an, an Instagram video. It was TikTok beautiful. video for it. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's all I'll, all I'll have. Yeah, it's great. I told my mom and I was like, mom. I brought the Beanie Babies back, dot, dot, dot. She goes, are you selling them? So excited. And I said, mom, they're not worth any money. And she said, I've read the articles. And I said, those are fake. And I had to explain to her. Wow. And yet she still said, hold on to them. Yep. I think they'll be worth something later. Yep. 20 more years. <laughs> hold on to them. Hold on to them. Yeah. But I still have them, Caitlin. I know, but, but I'm happy you're holding on to them. But like- I don't know. I mean, I think I, I mean, I can sell, I can sell them for maybe $5 each, but then why would I do that? No, I know. I could think you'd sell them for like 20 bucks each. You can't, Caitlin. Because can't. I was just, okay, so. No. You have idiots like me because my brother had one called, um, we called him Wolfie, but his name was Nanook and it was a little okay. wolf one and it was so cute. Uh, yes. Yes. And he had like a w sad smile uh, because it was just stitched with one piece of string. So if you pulled the string, it looked sad. Um, a sad smile, blue eyes, beautiful. I go online and there's like a ton of different prices. One is for $4,000, one's for $20, one's for $15. And I was like, maybe I should get the $20 one because it's it's like a sort of a joke, a novelty prize to give it back to him because he lost it when he was like four. But then I'm like, well, what is the difference between the 21 and the $7 one? And so get the cheapest, get the cheapest, but the cheapest looked the, like it was a fake. No, did it? The cheapest didn't look like Nanook. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to send it to you. Do you want to buy do you want to buy this one? This is a little baby blue elephant, okay? His name is Peanut. Now, if the collectors are listening, yeah, I had this him. is baby blue. The one that's worth um $30 is royal blue. Unfortunately, I have the baby blue one. Oh. Um, you got no. the cuter one. What I'll say is the ones that are worth um any money. Oh my god. I have this Wait, this one is two thousand dollars. It is fake. But you, but you have to sort price low to high. You gotta yeah. you get the ninety nine cent ones. Oh, well, so the ones that are one dollar don't have a tag. But 
Get this one that's $3. Okay, good. But, oh, here's the thing. So, okay, will it shock you, Becky, that all of this happened, the Beanie Baby craze and collapse happened in four years? <sighs> four years of our lives. Now, these were big, big that years. Like is crazy. <laughs> but you, okay, because you know the thing that also, this wasn't in the documentary, but this is what in all of my research, um, yeah. There are a few that, like, there's, like, a top 10 of, like, these are the Beanie Babies that could be worth $50. But it's, like, right. actually the first, first edition of Beanie Babies in, like, 19, I don't know, 91 or whenever. Yes. There was only a few of those. And then also there's a few Beanie Babies that he that Ty made for, like, a specific corporation, like Visa or something or, like, whatever. Yes. Well, this was, they, so they had on Luxdotch digital.com but they're saying that the versions they're saying what they sold for in 1996 there was a donkey and a lefty the donkey and righty the elephant yep they were sold for fifty thousand dollars see and this is insane so what i'm do you have wally the walrus yeah what i'm really (laughs) pissed off about is that i should have sold them you could have sold it then i had no idea nobody had any idea you were children I i think that maybe they knew about that secondhand market and that's why, for some reason, they thought it was going to be better in 20 years. But it's not. It's just It's just like cryptocurrency. It's wow. like NFTs. I know. Well, here, look. Bubbles the Fish, which I think was in um, Best in Show. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> Bubbles the Fish at one time went for. Platty. Oh, yeah. That one goes for, went for 6000 Now. No. no yeah. $5. Look <laughs> it up. <laughs> Nothing. Wally the Walrus went for $75,000. And that is so, crazy. This was. I also have the Princess this Diana one. This was such one a short amount of time. Oh, she, let's, go, uh, let's go into that one. It's Princess still Diana. like forty dollars, if that. Thirty dollars. Five hundred. Five hundred thousand dollars was the sale. The collectors in nineteen only applies for the rare release. Rare release. But among the first two two hundred are still worth fifty thousand dollars. Caitlin, that is fake. They're not worth fifty thousand dollars now. Oh. <laughs> You just oh, got caught up in this. I guess lux.com.link. I'm going to send you trust. the real links. Get ready for the real ones. You're going to be like, okay. I can't wait. They, they, they look wait. exactly how you think. Oh, my God. I, I'm obsessed that I just told you they were fake, and then you just. <laughs> I know. You told me they're fake, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. But mine are real. Because that's the issue. Because there's an inkling, because no one actually knows how much anything is worth. So then you're just left to interpret it on your own, like those stupid-ass I NFTs. know. Exactly. And then you just hope somebody drinks your Kool-Aid. Now, what I'm thinking is that on some of these things that are on eBay for $2,000, they're hoping that someone is going to say- But nobody does. Is going- Because- But nobody does. I even- Here we go. Beanie Babies Price Guide. Is this for your private No, it, it is from- It's from there, but I can- You can look at it. They're intense, and I love Beanie that Beanie Baby Database. And so let's go to Princess. Ooh, these look rough. I know. <laughs> I know. This is exciting for your listeners, right? Right, guys. Okay. Well, it's, it's going to be in our notes. It's called BeanieBabiesPriceGuide.com. It looks like it was done by your great aunt, and she probably still is running it because this is her retirement plan. Exactly. And you know what? It doesn't tell you because this is the problem. They want you to buy the actual price guide. Oh, so they're doing their own scam. They are doing their own scam. So that was really interesting. In this show, in the documentary, what we saw not only was the price gouging and the secondhand market with Beanie Babies flourishing, but it was people that made money off of the Beanie Baby industry, that they would have Beanie Baby magazines. They would have like Beanie Baby meetups. They'd have Beanie Baby sales, like enormous sales. It's so crazy. And, 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 okay. So what was so, what was also so crazy is that the guy Ty, his real name is Ty, which is who knew? I thought that was like an abbreviation. I thought it meant thank you. I don't know. Oh, that's cute. Sure. Yeah. Or or something. I didn't know. Yeah. That's I didn't so have any idea. No, you're, you're too Gen Z for them. Like it's like very, they're, they don't realize what text means. And so here's the thing, guys, the Thai corporation is still going strong. I know. Wait, but also I didn't know this about Thai. He was um, convicted of tax evasion for like yes. what? 10 years because- of tax evasion? No. Okay. Unreal. It's amazing. amazing. So he did my favorite thing in the entire world, which is to have an offshore bank account. I think everyone should have an offshore bank account. A Swedish bank account is the only way to actually Highly recommend. (laughs) Highly recommend. I think it's brilliant. Now, what happened with him is that he was 
Okay, in 2014, he was sentenced to two years of probation plus community service for tax evasion. Since 1996, he had maintained a secret offshore account in Switzerland, which, according to the prosecution, concealed at one time $107 million. Now, the thing was, they had, it was they originally thought they wanted to make a they want to make a, sh- a show of him or an example of him to have it be 10 years. Yeah. You're right. And then it was taken down to like maybe five to eight years. And then it was two years. And then his defense said, well, this other guy got off. Igor Olenkoff got off in 2007 and he had $240 million offshore. So our guy shouldn't oh get in more trouble God. than him. <laughs> so they used some other assholes thing. And the way that he got, so he, didn't serve any jail time, got probation, got like, he just had to pay a fine. And so he just had to pay a $53 million fine. And they said it's because he did such great philanthropy work and he was constantly giving money away. And because he had done so much for the community, he didn't have to go to jail, which is the oh, biggest bullshit in the right, entire world. charity work. Yeah, because of his charity work. He's insane. And he's also like, if you see him in the interview, so he's the one who created this idea. He was like a weird guy. He looked like he had multiple plastic yeah. surgery things. I just want to know like how many facelifts, how many nose jobs. It was bizarre. I just want to know everything about him. I think he liked the idea that people thought he was like Willy Wonka. He did. And they said in the documentary that he'd dress up in like a fur coat and a top hat, which must have been so cumbersome, you know, then to lug around a bunch of toys. It's just a lot, you know? Absolutely. Just a for lot. a reason. <laughs> so- Okay, so Ty, if you look at his Wikipedia page, he was named after the baseball player Ty Cobb. We love that. And so he worked for a toy company. But the craziest thing for me was that when Ty was an adult and his parents divorced, he was said to have attempted to seduce several of his father's girlfriends out of jealousy or competitiveness. What? I'm like, I'm sorry, what? 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 How is no one talking about this weirdo? That is so (laughs) weird. Isn't that weird? And it's on its Wikipedia page. I'm just like, what? Like, I just can't believe that that is. It's also like on, on the that's on the documentary. He was not interviewed, and the the documentary tourist asked somebody who knew mm-hmm. him was like, "Hey, what's the chances of me getting an interview with Ty?" And he said, zero. There's no way. He just doesn't like to do interviews." And I'm like, yeah. "That is just like not at all." But it's like, yeah, he was he was. Not paying his taxes for 10 years. He's not going to do an interview. No. <laughs> he also didn't ever want to get in trouble of saying anything wrong because he stole all of his employer's ideas. Yes. He did the classic thing that they talked about in the interview, in the magazine, in the in the documentary. They It was the classic thing where he'd have an employee come in, spitball some ideas, tell them they're brilliant, say, why don't you start working on this individual project like the internet, um, and then never give them any money or credit ever again. I can't believe, yes, there's this one woman, the 12th employee, that... Came up with the idea. came up with the ideas for the poems, and and also yes. started the website. And she was still getting paid twelve dollars an hour for after. That's yes. insane. She did everything. She did. Inc- she had incredible marketing ideas. And what is crazy is I had totally forgotten about that website until they brought it up, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Oh my god, Matt! I went on this website all the time." Did you go on the website too? Yeah. Well, it was, I remember it was one of the first websites that were like, okay to go on. Because when the internet first yeah. started, for all you young, yeah. cute guys, um, it was very yeah. scary. There was like a, a lot of creeps. And so the Beanie Babies was a safe place to go. I also went on the Audrey Hepburn fan page quite a bit. Absolutely. <laughs> I went on the Christina Aguilera fan page. Oh, that too. And then also some Gone oh with the God. Wind. Um, until I realized how racist <laughs> Gone with the Wind was. I was like, I'm never going to watch this again. But um. My aunt liked it and whatever. <laughs> uh, so I remember just like the fan pages of being like, wow, look at all these digital pictures of Audrey Hepburn and Beanie Babies. That was like, that, nice. was, that was it. That was, that was, that was really, really the height of, of the internet for us. That was it of the internet. And um, yeah, and so she created all these opportunities. So he did that a lot with his employees that he would, they would get really excited or they'd have an idea or tell them how they think that they could create a cold classic or something that other people would love. And he would just take those ideas and run with it and then never give those people credit <laughs> until this documentary. It is, I, I, that is just like, everything is just so wild to me. And the fact that like, I, I guess like, you know, Steven Spielberg kept trying to reach out to him, all these places, and he just kept saying no. Yes. 
Yeah, I think that was the thing is that he definitely had like the Kylie Jenner lip kit, like yeah. need or what is it? Uh, the what's the hype called? for it. Yeah. Exclusivity. Yeah. The hype and exclusivity that like, oh, there's only 20,000 lip kits and they're all going to go out tonight. Like he had this concept of scarcity. So when it first started, they, I thought it was so funny because this is all bullshit too, but the women, the original collectors were saying like, sometimes Ty would run out of like fabric and the design. And so it'd be retired. I'm like, bitch, it was not retired because of fabric. That stupid felt like Jersey fabric is like available. Literally no problem. No problem. No problem. But he just, I think, was testing out the idea that if he made a Beanie Baby um, more exclusive, then it would drive up sales. And it did work. It worked. And I think, like, all these women were saying that they created the competitiveness and that they created the gotta collect them all. But there's to be something before. I think there's something that he did before that. Yeah. I didn't know about these women. I didn't know about their magazines. No, I, I have a feeling, and I think it's for legal purposes because they don't want to get sued yeah. by them because it's like a hearsay or defamation. And they didn't say it in the thing, in the documentary. But I do feel that, so these women's, these women at one point decided that they were going to collect all of them and then it was competitive that their kid would have the best. And yes, there is like friendly competition and like obnoxious competition in schools with mothers. And that's like a whole right. other thing I'm happy to talk about. But I think this concept of like the exclusivity, needing it, something was instigated in this case. I don't think it was just these women doing it. They blamed it on them. They blamed the whole phase on these like cul-de-sac of women in Chicago. Right. This is, and so for people that didn't watch it, yeah, there's like these three, these three (laughs) white women who are, you know, in their 60s who are saying they were in charge of making this Beanie Baby craze. But there's just, I agree, there's no way because there's There's something that happened to them first. There's something, they, they, Saw it. They saw that there was a scarcity or something, you know? Or they got tipped off or he told, it was something in his sales pitch that he told his sales team in the small gift shops, make sure you tell people these are exclusive and their kid is going to not want to miss out. Like there had to be a sales pitch that he required with his Beanie Babies because they put the idea into these women's minds because they're there are collections of everything right. in the world. You know, like anything could right. be special. And this one woman said that like her family did a bunch of collections, but how come like her family was a family of collectors and I was like, wow, that much disposable income must Insane. be fun. <laughs> must be real fun to be that obnoxious. But um, I do think that without saying it or without sort of something in writing that there was something underhanded going on of his pitch, his like sales pitch. There, there had to be. I wonder, we've got to find that somewhere. And going back to the four years thing, that is so crazy. Yeah. Isn't that bonkers? Because it was also for, now the woman said, she was like, it was in the 90s. Everything happened before September 11th. And it's, it was this huge bubble of like white athletes. Like there was a huge bubble of that people thought everything was okay if you were in this like specific neighborhoods and specific way. It was sort of an untouchable experience. And you also had for the first time, Tons of women, and this is the this is the part that really upsets me in these documentaries. They did it with LuLaRoe. They did it with a lot of anything with a cult or like a yeah. an MLM scheme. They always make fun right. of the mothers. And what happened was this new phenomenon that you have highly educated women for the first time in generations. They're the first ones to go to college, grad school, have PhDs, masters, and then they're battling with having a family as well. So you have these very um, competitive, brilliant. Yes speed thinking women that are excited and vigorous in their career paths. And then they have this extreme conflict with wanting to be a present mother and to be home with the children when there isn't really anything set up for yes. both of that yet and not in home. So if they, all of these women said they then became mothers, full-time moms, stay-at-home moms, but they had been People Magazine reporters. Yeah. They had been, um, what was one of the girls? She was uh, worked FBI. For the FBI. Like they had huge huge careers and put it on pause. And then they got restless and bored and wanted to use their brain power and their mind for something. So they started a whole business. Yeah. Right. And that's, and so he really benefited from this, this moment in time when women were the highest educated they've ever been like nationally and historically. And then also the most bored. And that's when like a lot of these MLMs really peaked in the 90s because they were trying to find a way to like get around the system to be able to be at home with their children, but still make as much money as they felt that they needed independently. Now tell me, do you have the years, the four years? I guess for some reason, yeah. 
Yeah. It was 96 to okay. 2000. It did, it did go to 2000. It that was the bubble. Oh my God. And that was literally, I was in middle school, you know, to beginning of- I know. That was sixth yeah, grade to, to freshman yeah. year. And so, but that also is a huge part of, it marked on like a huge part of everyone's life. It's just so fascinating how these things, I mean, right now it's like everybody collects little Shopkins, Shopkins. you know, or everybody collects. Now Lewis is collecting a ton of these- um, Lightning McQueen oh cars. God. And I will say that during COVID, when we had nothing going on, we were so bored to go to the store, to bundle up, to mask up, to get outside in Manhattan when it was like cold or shitty outside or even beautiful outside, but we couldn't play with other right. children because the COVID was so intense. To go get these little Lightning McQueen cars was our biggest thing. And I had such I put so much you, value yes. in those cars too because I knew that they would make my kid happy. If there was one he didn't have, it was a bursts of dopamine we could all get because we had no other experiences. We couldn't see our family members. We right. couldn't go to the pool. We couldn't play outside. We even tried to play outside in the sprinkler and my super said we were using too much water. And what? Like, we, are, <laughs> we are stuck here forever. Let us use a tiny <gasps> bit of water. Oh Let my God. And have a life. It was, I was so depressed with like how little I was able to give him yeah. as a parent that shopping was what I could give him, which I know I have, we're going to have issues. He's going to go to therapy because of me. I know like gift giving is his language now. Like it's, it's so sad. Like I give him something, he goes, mom, this is so nice of you. Oh my God. I love God. it so much. Like he's so sweet when he gets a toy. Like it really does mean a lot to him because it was this small little thing we had, like toys and TV, which is the number one thing you shouldn't like raise no. Hey. Sorry, bitches. We had nothing. Yeah, but that's what we were so raised on, though. We were saying, yeah. That's what I was same. Right. And hopefully he'll yeah. be a comedian. You know, like, you know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't, so I get it, though. I get the, the need of the mother to make their child happy, to see that change. And I don't know. You know, I was not a mother in the 90s, but I know that there was a lot of pressure. And now we can all sort of talk about the bullshit that is put around yeah. the neighborhood that you're supposed to be happy, skinny, shiny, running a marathon right after your baby right. pops out. There's this idea that I was talking to Dara about it, that like you have to look like you've never had a baby before, but have six babies Absolutely. at the same time. It's awful. And so that pressure was an all-time high also in the 90s. And, yes. And also that if you do look like you haven't had a baby, then people are going to be like, okay, did she really have a baby or is that somebody else's? Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. that's all you want. Honestly, all you want is for someone to think you're the nanny and you're like way too young to yeah. have babies by now. That was Alan's biggest compliment. He's like, honey, today you don't look like a mom. You look like ah! a baby. And that was like when I knew I felt good. I was like, thank you. No way is this kid related to Who me. Is Who, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Oh my God. I'm just living my life. This child's following me around so in a stroller. I, didn't, I don't know how. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons & Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out the Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Find the Dungeon Cast anywhere you get podcasts or on YouTube. Yeah. So, and I think, yeah, at the 90s, and I can, 
you know, I can't speak for the moms that are out there, but I know that there was an incredible amount of pressure, at least on yeah. my mom, on my aunt, this, you know, they were all in aerobics. They were all exercising their asses off. You had, it was like the slim fast years and all My the- mom did the zone diet. Do you remember oh, the yeah. zone diet? Uh, Atkins. Atkins. It's the same thing. Yeah, I know yeah. zone. I know Atkins. It's Weight Watchers. It was just like everything was this, the amount of pressure on women to have it all and look like it was effortless, which is really, it's still very much the case today. But I think it was also new because their mothers, I know my mom's mother- she was a career woman, but most of the other women her age were stay-at-home yeah. moms. And they were, like, happily to be stay-at-home moms. So then you have this new generation of daughters who are now yeah. career women and mothers. And so they have to show that they can hold it all up. And they shouldn't have just done what their mom said and gotten married and settled down. And yes. Given up and also dreams, my you know? mom's mom, my, my grandma, grew up in the Great Depression. So that's why she was skinny. Yes. <laughs> They were poor. My grandma was in World yeah. War II. She was tiny. They were honey, the tiniest beans because they were poor. Yes. Yes. My poppy had to trade a chicken for yes. something. I don't remember what it was, but they traded chickens. Yeah, that's why they were so yes. hot and fit. You know? And <laughs> Oh, my God. One can only hope. But, yeah, so there's just, like, this comparison that just the amount of— And, and I think that's what I really hated about the documentary. In a lot of documentaries yeah. right now, you have these very snarky— you can tell it's like done by yeah. a millennial and they're like, can you believe how dumb these people were in the 90s? And it was like, bitch, get yourself right. in the 90s. Be under an incredible amount of pressure. There was no me too. There was no like systems in place for discrimination. And you had these women just, they weren't thriving. They were trying right. to thrive, you know? And the ones that did were then made fools right. of and now are being exactly. And you know, we knew nothing about like what this collection culture, what like this hype stuff is. Because I mean, it was like also with baseball cards, also Pogs, all these things had the same. Pokemon. Yeah, they all had the same sort of like scarcity idea. Well, we'll keep this. And then in 20 years, they're going to be worth a lot of money. Like they all all had the same thing. And that Thai guy is really laughing to the bank because he said it was going to be scarce, but he has made a whole new brand of Beanie Babies called Beanie Buddies, I think. Buddies. Let me see. I see them. I mean, I've seen them and around. They have big and big googly eyes. Yeah, and they're cute as hell. They're really freaking cute. If, if I if I end up selling, I mean, I put I had put a couple on um, eBay and I put them up for fifty dollars, and but no, no, they didn't get any hits. And then so you know what? I'll <laughs> I'll put them up for five dollars, and they still won't get any hits. That's the thing. You should do ten. You should do ten because ten makes people feel like ooh. But it doesn't, Caitlin. Not with Beanie Babies. You. Look, babe, you go back to the eBay. You I saw know. Nanook. There's 50, 50 of them going for $2. But when I first got onto Nanook, the first Nanook I saw was like 200 And so I was like, oh my God, is Nanook thriving? You know, he's not. You have to sort low to high with Beanie Babies. It's crazy. Because ultimately what the collectors say in the Facebook group is, who's buying the Beanie Babies now? It's still these serious collectors. And they know yeah. that they're not worth that much money. They're buying them. If, if one's available that they're missing, but the ones that they're missing, they're not going to pay over they're $50 fine. for them, you know? That's crazy. Well, it was also really, what was it? Oh, it was so interesting because I'm watching the documentary and I'm going, I would have just made a bunch of fake Beanie Babies in front of the it, market. And, and, like, and then China came in. <laughs> and like, we can't tell what's real or fake. And I was like, yeah, duh. It's a stuffed animal that one guy decided to put his name on. It, any stuffed animal. These are not And special. that woman, that Becky, her name's Becky, she, I knew yes. about her because- that is like the one woman that authenticates Beanie Babies. Becky True Blue she Beans. Did. And she still does it. She did it then. And she does it for, it's $20 a Beanie Baby plus you pay shipping. They're not worth that much. You're not going to get that money back no. only for yourself. If you're doing no. that, it's for yourself. She's made over $3 million. Like she's made so much money on this authentication. And it's from neurotic people hoping they can eventually make money. Matt pointed out in the documentary, he was like, why is her kitchen empty? And he's like, I bet that is her second house that's under her LLC, Becky's True Blue. <laughs> oh, yes. That she can use as a tax right Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did, that is so funny. So, so yeah, so all of these women, they shared how they had made a ton of money. And this one guy was a salesman from yes. Canada that had a store, that had a stock room full of Beanie Babies. And then at one he fell out of Ty's good graces and then he shut down all production with him and he lost all this money, lost all this inventory, but he was making like $200 million. That's what it sounded I mean, like. They were making so much and money. Th- and then, and this is just people. people that were under Ty. It's, 
Ty's, we don't know how much money. He is a billionaire. Well, yeah, on Forbes, yeah. I'll show you. On Forbes, it says he's worth $3.9 billion, but that's actually low because he, <laughs> had, he to- had to pay taxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so sorry, because he had to pay taxes and he lost his, you know, beloved. His, his wealth actually went up to $4.3 billion in 2022. What? Yes, because I think people are thinking that Beanie Babies is worth They're something, wrong. Becky. That's what They're I'm saying. They're absolutely wrong. He's 77 years old. He's self-made. He's a dropout from Kalamazoo unreal. College. Unreal. Un- insane. This is unreal. And he's still thriving. It says he's the creative Beanie Babies. So he used the profits from selling Beanie Babies to assemble a high-end hotel portfolio, including the Four Seasons in New York. What? And Ty Inc. I don't know. Ty Inc. still sells related Beanie Babies toys called the Beanie Boo. And those Beanie Boos are really cute, except <laughs> for the dragon, which looks like it's about to commit suicide. And I'm looking. <laughs> Because we own it. I have the dragon. I thought it was cute. And then I looked into its eyes and I was like, he's going to, he's going to, you know, this is like the saddest toy I've ever had. Can't believe this. And also, I guess what's even more disgusting is that he's worth $4 billion, but he's number 665 on the billionaires list. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's way down there, bitch. What is going on? (laughs) I hate the world. (laughs) I hate it so much. So, so, so shoptie.com. Still sells Beanie Babies. And Becky, you can get yourself Beanie Baby purses, <laughs> socks. You can get a Beanie Baby ball. You can get Beanie clips. Footwear, where, you're, where you're, your Beanie should be on your feet as you stomp all over them and your dreams. I told Matt that I was going to cut a little hole in the seams of my Beanie Babies, dump out all the pellets, put in, put, yes, cocaine. Put in some like <laughs> stuffing, and then a little squeaker, tie it up, and then it's a dog toy. It is. <laughs> And that actually, you should do video of your dog ripping it apart, saying like, "Here goes your dreams, '90s bitches." You know, it could be actually like a horror film. Like he would what love to do when that. When a mom loses it, actually, when for a while, when the babies were on the floor of my closet, and we would leave, we would leave him alone. We came back, and he had gone into the bag, and he would just pull one out, and he would sleep with it, just when? one. We'd find him That's sleeping so with it, and sweet. I was like, "Well, this is cute, and I can't stop that." But he won't, he won't play with them because no. I think he knows that they're not. Oh, he's back. He's in the back of the Zoom. Oh, he's talking. Yeah, he knows you're talking. He's yeah. cuddling. <laughs> he's so cute. No, my dog would just rip and murder all of oh, them. Oh, like, so would he. I mean, toy. usually, but I, there's something. Just I don't destroyed. think he likes it. And also the pellets. Thank God he doesn't because he would swallow them and he yeah, would die <laughs> in his intestines. <laughs> yeah, because they could kill. Also, there should, I'm sure there had to be Beanie Babies that were recalled that kids just like swallow those pellets down like my candy. God. Like, we're not even talking about the other Beanie Baby issues Shop. that are out there. Com. Yeah, I want a beanie purse. Or it's called a beanie belly, which is like the squishiness of a beanie baby, but the big, huge eyes of a beanie boo. And they're still $5.99, you know? which is... There's all $5.99. Because I remember I said to Matt, I was like, I, I'm pretty sure they, they were $5. And then I saw one of the, from one of the old video clips, it was like $4.99, oh. it said in the background. So these, these are $4.99 yeah. in the 90s, and they're, they're only $5.99 now. So imagine... That must have been a huge markup for these pieces of shit. Yeah. There's still pieces of shit. Yeah, because I think it was 38 cents to make one. Because they said that he gave a bunch of them to his employees as a gift, and then they had tracking numbers on them to see which employee would sell it to try and make money off of it. And he had people that were paying, he was paying minimum wage that were in his factories. They said there were a bunch of immigrants that barely could understand what was going on. And they, if they needed to pay down a car payment or to like survive to get medicine, they were selling these. But he was tracking them, I think, as well as sort of a creepy thing to find out who was doing it. And I remember one secondhand seller said she always like cleared out the description on the tag so that she would save the employee. And it was like a very noble thing because I think he was, he fucked them all over. That's so sad. And they were each 83 cents. That's so sad. Beanie boos. There they are. Beanie balls. Oh my God. This is crazy. Get your footwear going. Get a purse. This is crazy. Should I uh, should I apply to work at? <laughs> yeah, you should though. But you should. You should. Wait, there's also Marvel. There's also Marvel character Beanie Babies. Yes, there's sports. There's classics. Oh, classics are here. So you guys, you should check out the Beanie Baby classics to make sure they're not selling one that you're going to try and get. They just have one guy for a classic. <laughs> so insane. It's so crazy. And so the scam is is that this. I think that I do think the documentary is lying to us. I think there was like a bigger skim here that 
yes, these women became obsessed and addicted and they were trying to like get, collect all the Beanie Babies, but there was something that gave them the spark that they're not talking about. And it was something that he did. And, and I would say ultimately food. the scam yeah. is on us holding onto these Beanie Babies forever. I know because they're just going to get like, they're just going to look dated. Now, in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, maybe, you know, maybe that they could be worth something But why? years. But then you're carrying around a sack of stuffed toys. But also tell me, Caitlin, why they were worth, because there were millions of this platypus made. As a joke? Who, who Who's going to be paying more than $10 for this little toy? Like there's no. And it's so funny because now toys are worth, are more expensive. I like know. a little tiny toy that I'll get my dog is like $15. Oh, yeah. Like inflation has just gone up, but not the Beanie Babies. They no. have not been touched. Well, so what I, I will say is that I've learned, so my fiance, Matt, he is actually a big comic book collector and also sneakerhead okay. and also wrestling cool. t-shirts. And you're going to be like, oh, what is he? Wh- wow. What's that? What's that about? But actually the secondhand market for those are crazy and they've always been crazy. So comic books, because they actually are scarce. Sometimes they'll only make 100 comic books yeah. of this specific edition. And the comic book collectors are very serious. And I, I think it's because... You know, I, comic books are different than a little it's a legitimate thing. So, like, he's got yes. a bunch of comics that, and, and like, he knows how to like guess the market too. If there's going to be a Marvel movie coming out wow. in, in two years, he'll buy some comic books, and then in two years, when it comes out, oh. you can't get them anymore, and they're going to be worth a lot of money. That's really smart planning. Well, but so there's like this actual like real market for these for these things that aren't going anywhere, and so he. Kind of knew that these weren't going to be anything, even though he we, he read the BuzzFeed articles too, and he believed it. But then, yeah, he was like, "Oh yeah, I know about fake eBay sales. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah." And I was like, "Huh?" I see. I didn't know any of this, and I also didn't. When people were selling, you can sell the Beanie Babies and collect it. I was little, and I was like, "I'm not going to be able to hold on to something that long. I lose." Yeah, everything. I wasn't. Pl- <laughs> like, I didn't. They think, just stayed in my. I didn't think I. Could they hold just anything. stayed in the basement of my of my house, and then it was yeah. I also ripped the tags off all mine because how can you snuggle with a big fucking tag my, my in your mom face? Would never. I was like, you can't cuddle this. Let me this. do that. I know. I pulled every single tag off. There were a couple that I did because they were my favorites, and the tags I think just like got bad. But yeah. But I remember like I pulled it off, and friends were like, "That's not valuable." My mom said, and I was like, "Well, it was the mom. <laughs> there's no way I can cuddle it when I get a paper cut every time." I know. And really, honestly, they were just trying to secure our future, right? They were like, "This will pay for your college." I know. This, and it'll make them feel less bad for giving up their careers, not bringing in extra yep. income. It's so it, it really is so is. hard, and the pressure is on them. And I hate how the stories have turned that they're some sort of idiots when they were in put in the some of the most difficult Absolutely. positions. And yeah, some of them were idiots, but not every Absolutely. single one. And and then this one mom, the one mom that like has really nice hair and like is still very rich because. It, eventually, they served her a cease and desist for her Insane. magazine, and you, you know that they settled crazy out of court because she is still so. Rich. Yes, she is. So she created a Beanie Babies magazine. She was served a cease and desist for the magazine that was talking about each Beanie Baby. That she, it was a monthly magazine, and she had articles. She had their scarcity, their rare, you know, their value, and it really was free advertisement Absolutely. for Beanie Baby. But then. They started to realize that the secondhand market was making more money than Ty's market, his own company was. So he wanted to start a cease and desist and started telling everybody to like shut down their BDA yeah. fan sites. But what they said is that they settled for an undisclosed amount out of court. So I'm sure he paid Absolutely. Her off. And then she changed She's the name to like okay. Beanbag World. Beanie Bean Buddy. No, Beanbag. Yeah. It was Beanbag. <laughs> yeah, Bean Mini Beanbag yeah. Friend. Or something really stupid. You know she was threatened. And all of these women were on TV all the time. That was also crazy. I had no idea that they were... They literally were on public access and, like, local news, like, all the time. Constantly. They were celebrities. And at one time, she said... She did get choked up. And she said, like, I think I missed some of my child's... my, 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 you know, my children's upbringing. And I just was like... I felt so bad for her because I'm sure she felt really hot yeah. and cool and like she's on TV and feeling really good about herself. But at the same time, you know, you don't want to carry around a six month old in between TV hosting gigs. You want to make sure they have a good little tiny six month Yeah, that wouldn't work. That no, wouldn't work. It, but it's like you said, because they, they still wanted to have a, a career and it's like you got to be able, you want to. They're very bored exactly, and very contribute. Smart. So. <laughs> what it's hard it's hard 
it's it's insane. Oh, and then I will say back to eBay, I put up one of my bags because I'm like, everybody here knows I'm having financial issues <laughs> on the podcast. I'm trying to like, because no auditions are coming in. It's a real quiet None. time. It's a real quiet They're all time. going to celebs. And Becky and I used to see each other. Yes, Becky and I used to see each other multiple times a week in audition rooms. Oh my God. Getting ready to go in for Burger King. Who knows? Bank Lowe's, of America. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I wish. Uh, some I could never get a pharmaceutical audition because they were like, you're not smart enough. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was just like, dunk. I couldn't do those. But um, I put up one of my purses that at the time I thought was like a great yeah. deal. And now I'm like, I don't actually care. And somebody responded to me and they said, I love this bag. How much are you asking for it? Is it still available? I said, yes. And they said, and I was like, I'm asking the same price. And they said, great. Um, can you send me the information of your bank account? Oh, this send scam. You so they were doing right away. And I was like, God damn it. They were trying to scam the seller yep. to get And I, I was just like, there's, I said, no, you can only do PayPal or on eBay. And they said, well, that's impossible for me. And I'm like, yeah, because right. you're a scammer. So they're just everywhere. That happened to me. I put up like, yeah, a coffee table and it happened right away. And I had Googled it. Did you research it? It's really a crazy scam. What? No. It's like I just that, know, that eBay, sure the, Cra- the Craigslist eBay no. scam. Well, like, yeah, they, they will reach out and they'll say, actually, I'm going to overpay you because I would like you to hold on to it for me, but I can't get it yet. So they're going to say they overpay you. And then they ask you to like pay them back or something, or they send you a check. But basically, it seems like it's all legit, but just a little bit weird. It bounces. The, no, the check, yeah. so it gets it deposits into your account, and it clears. But then, a couple weeks later, the bank comes to you, and they say, actually, this check was fraudulent. We figured it out. We're taking the money out. And the bank just takes the money out. Oh. It's so, it's a crazy scam. Because they do, like, they send, like, oh. this cer- kind of, like, certified check. Because I was like, how this, how does it work? Because it's like, wait until the check clears. Because they asked me for my bank information, and that's why that I'm must like, be a different scam. Like, and of course, this is a scam. But that's interesting. I didn't realize that the there's check this one where the check there, and, and they are like, "I'll wait till." Don't worry, you can wait till the check clears because that's what they said to me too. Wait till the check clears, and mm-hmm. then you can send it. Then you send me the item or whatever, or send me the the money back, or I don't know something crazy. I'll read to you what my thing is. I have to see what it is. This um, is a scam for another time, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but it's and it's happening. Okay. I was so pissed. Okay. It's about an Alexander Wang bag that I don't like anymore. Um, okay. It said, okay, great. I just have a review of the pictures you posted on eBay again. Also, I'm fine with the price. Been looking for something like this for two days now. I'm happy you finally selling to me. So how do you, how do we proceed? Can I have my bank account finance yay have an e-check sent to you? as I do not have my debit card is. yet. And I want to make the purchase today, as have said earlier. I hope to get it before the week runs out. The check would get to you today, and all you just need to do is mobile deposit it via your oh. bank app. Comma. It should clear, but a capital I, should clear few minutes or less than 24 hours after you make the deposit, after which I would have my movers come pick it up for me at my expense, hope this, this is it. That is it. That's the scam because yeah. they're not and asking said, for your bank account. Yeah, they're no. just saying, here's a check. You deposit it yourself and, it, and we'll wait for it okay. to clear. And I said, no, I can pay. You can use my PayPal or exactly. your eBay. And he said, afraid I can't. Because it's with, <laughs> yeah, it's you're with a these checks because they do and then they clear. But then the bank reaches out a couple weeks later and they say, that check was fraudulent. We After reviewing, and then they take the money out and then you're, you're screwed. That sucks because you should also be the bank's fault though it should be the bank's fault for not seeing that the check was fraudulent how are we supposed to know that (laughs) no and they get tons of like breaks anyway banks are always getting i know that's why this is such a big scam like the banks aren't taking responsibility i saw (laughs) ellen and i were joking because there was some like facebook thing post he sent me because i say it all the time like a millennial's dream is for another like crash to happen like a stock crash it's like if only a stock crash could happen then we could have a house we could buy another car If only the market plummeted and everybody else, everything lost value, then we could finally have a home. Oh my God, this is so crazy right now. What's happening, Caitlin, though? People are like going on bidding wars for rentals. Did you know that? So, like, people are showing up. I've I've seen this on TikTok. And also, I've had a couple other friends move to LA, like now, like this past week, and they would go, they'll go to places and 
people, it's a rental, it's a rental, it's a lease. And people are saying, oh, I'll actually pay you over $500. So instead of $3,200, I'll sign this lease for $3,700 a month. Because it's bidding, and it's happening in New York. It's happening. I don't know. I don't know. But everybody just left. Like everybody just stopped paying. I don't know what's going on. It's so weird. And also because like their prices are going up. So it's crazy. I don't know. I think it's on specific apartments that are like priced lower, you know, or it's like in LA, it's like these two bedroom houses that like obviously are tiny houses, but like, I think people want them. Yeah. I I don't know. It's crazy though. And I saw that it's happening in New York too. And things are already priced crazy in New York. I cannot keep up with that too. I'm just like, I I don't know. Well, something's got to give is what I'm saying. The crash. Something has to give. It. I cannot wait for a crash. Like, I, and I'm sure like we'll lose something in stocks. But like, I just, I need, I just need everything to like slow way right. down. Because, well, as you're saying, as you're reading all the millionaires, there's like over a thousand billion millionaires. Crazy. Like every, like people are just so rich and they made so much money. Not even millionaires, billionaires. Billionaires, I know. It's wild. And we're just trying to get a, Toothpaste commercial. Here's the thing. These Beanie Babies, I thought they were going to make me hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, so did your mom and so did every other mom. Kept them in the box. I think my mom was like, I know, I like that one. But what if you did, like, could you kindly scam a few people saying that they're worth more than they are online? You can't. Because, Caitlin, if you you go on, nobody will pay. Nobody's paying that much money for them, though. I tried. I did try to put up a couple that were, like, listed as $8,000 on eBay because of the rare tag errors. And I just put them up for $50. I didn't get for a month. And I had these beautiful photos. No. People won't. Because when you actually go to look, when you do your research, I'm like, I want to. It's Again, people who are buying the Bean Babies are collectors that know what's going on. Right. No one else is buying People that are selling them do not know what's going on. The people that are buying them do know what's going on. (laughs) You know, so that's not going to work. Yeah. It's crazy. Wait, the people that are buying them and know what's going on, do they think they're going to be valuable in like no, they, 20 years? they like Beanie Babies. In my, <laughs> in my Facebook group, they just yeah, really the like side. them. Yeah. That's the other side. People also just like this They just think they're super cute. They just, they're so cute. They just fall in love with them. So then you just have people that are fanatics and like, that's really it's your like market. like that, what is that? That Ray Dunn? What's her name? The, the TJ oh, yeah. Maxx? The one that's always, yeah. yes. The Ray Dunn, the Dunn girls that like run in the morning and now everybody's so sick of it. And that's what the thing is. People, some people just like the product. Hashtag boy, boy mom. mom. Hashtag know? boy mom. That's what you are, Caitlin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but apparently, apparently though, you're not supposed to say it because it does, you don't want to celebrate it. Absolutely. Gender is a construct. <laughs> it is. And I am proud to be a boy mom because I do love boy things, but also anybody mom. You know, it's important. That's the thing. I mean, I, I don't know. I read something somewhere where it's like, um, it wouldn't. Have, it was a person who was non-binary. Binary. He said this. They're like, please just say your kid is a boy. You know, <laughs> like, just yeah, just don't put all the constraints on them. Like, oh, you can't wear pink or whatever. But it's like you could say they're a boy. <laughs> you know. Yeah, just just say your kid's a boy. Yeah, I, mean it. I know. Ugh. Well, no. So this is crazy, and I would. The bottom line is that I would like to eventually one day make a lot of money. <laughs> that's what it all comes down to. I know. That's what the thing was. I was like, oh, I'll sell these because right now I'll just make some money. <laughs> yeah. And it's not worth it oh to me God. to sell one Beanie Baby at a time for 5 to $7 because then I got to ship them and then I got to do all that. No. Who has time for that? Mm-hmm. Then you have to reply to an email. You could be taking oh my God, nap, you know? They got to make all you the eBay posts. Shit. You don't need that. No. No. I, I think what that. I might do, because there's a lot of people that do this in the Facebook group, they just take pictures of their collections, their whole collection in one picture. Anybody want this? <laughs> Anybody want? Wait, do you have the wolfy one, the husky Nanook? Because I will I buy it I love that you. so much. I Not in this collection. I'm certain I have it in Wisconsin, but I won't be back there. For I July 4th, it. I'll look when I'm back for July 4th. I have a I'll buy it. I will buy it. I'll give you 20 no, bucks you for it. No, you won't do that. It will be your biggest sale. I will give you 20 bucks because I know who the source is. And it's also your, your payment for being on this podcast. Okay, perfect. I'll take it. Okay, great. Because look, we're just actresses, we're just okay? Actresses. At the end of the day, we're just actresses. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Amazing. So what do you think the next craze is going to be that our people will come Well, I think it was NFTs and now, and you know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think that's the end of the, that bubble, you know? 
Matt no, knows. Yeah. There's going to be something new. Yeah, let, let, tell Matt. Yeah, once tell me. Matt finds out. The key is, is that, yeah, you want to be in the first year yeah, of it. The problem. That's what it is. With all of these, with every MLM, with everything, you want to be in the very that's first the year of it. But the very first year of any of these businesses, they sound like psychopaths. Like, real cuckoo crazies get involved. My mom is in an MLM, and she knows it's an MLM. Um, and sometimes she makes jokes about how, oh, she just got another person to sell under her, and she goes, building my little pyramid. And I say, mom, that's insane. And she goes, ha ha, ha LOL. I love the product. Um, <laughs> she does. She does love the product. <laughs> you know what she does. But something that happened with their with their thing. So she sells, it's called Color Street. And it's nail, it's like nail strips, uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, yes. My cousin had someone sell to her. Yes. And the thing recently, the past year, I think it was the past year, they announced to all the Color Street sellers that, they were able to have sellers that were based in Canada. So like I get like for tax purposes or something. So, oh, okay, okay. A fact so exactly. So my mom was trying to find somebody in the downline. Yes, in her downline that was selling yes. in Canada yes. because and she was like telling me, like, well, it's a great market because it's just open. So they're gonna have the ground they're gonna have, you know, yes, all the, gonna hit the, ground all the clients. And I'm like, you yes. are really she's in she's in it. She's in it. She's in it. Oh, oh my God. Becky, this was so fun. This was fun. Oh my God. Where can people hold on? Falcon! (laughs) Sorry. Be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we're gonna he's gonna bark the whole time. Um, okay, so Becky, where can people find you online? Because you're so funny. You do shows. (gasps) <laughs> Until you're in LA, you're doing shows in New York, and I want everyone to come see you. Yes, on all social media platforms, I'm at Becky Chicoin, and it's Chicoiny, C H I C O I N E. And uh, every other Tuesday, every other Tuesday, I have a show at the Gutter in Williamsburg. It's called Low Stakes. So cool. Yeah. So cool. ScanWow Podcast Season 2 is produced and edited by me, Caitlin Brodnick, produced and edited by Caitlin Moltenhauer, and edited by Jesse Karen. We are part of the More Banana Podcast Network, which is an all-female-owned and run network for women's voices uninterrupted. If you love us, the best thing you can do is rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. It will help us tremendously. Thank you guys so much for listening, all of your support. We're so happy to have you here, and we will see you next week. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.